Melbourne, this is it. The Comedy Festival has started. Get out there and see some shows. My show is called Dreamboat. It's on 8.15 every night at Acme until April the 20th. Carl Chandler's show, Carl Chandler's Got Talent, is 9.45 at the Portland Hotel. We've both worked super hard on these shows. It's different stuff to what you've heard in the podcast. We're both very, very good at stand-up, and we would love to see you there. We really love the support. Uh, You know, not to turn this into a pity party, but we do bust our asses doing this thing for free every week and we really really appreciate it when you guys uh throw a few bucks our way buy a ticket come see the show and you'll have a really good time uh we really really hope you guys can make it out uh over the three weeks and also on sundays of course we've got the live podcasts happening a bunch of special guests booked in already 5 p.m at five burrows uh in the cbd we've got season tickets on sale uh through our website little dum dum club Also, if you're in Sydney, uh, we're doing our solo shows up there, May 10th and the 11th at the Factory Theatre. We're also doing a live little Dum Dum Club recording with special guests at the Factory at 5.30 on the Saturday. And if you want to come see the podcast and then both of our solo shows in the one night, there's a $50 uh, three-show super pass that you can get, uh, again, available through the website. Welcome everyone to the first live Dum Dum Club of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for 2014. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Thank you very much for joining us. Standing next to me is the other half of the program and birthday boy, Carl Chandler. Good day, dickheads. Yeah. Uh, You were born on this day. Hip hip! Hip hip! Good little trick. Structurally, seems like something that probably should have happened at the end of the year. I like when it went to Happy Birthday, dear, and then everyone had a different name. (laughs) Everyone's going, Happy Birthday, dear, fuckhead, Chando, fuckwit. Who who yelled out Chan Man? Who went for that? Anyone? No? One person with their hand up. What was the consensus? Chandler? (laughs) Uh, Thanks for coming, guys. No refunds. Um, yeah. Who yeah. who hysterically started laughing as we just walked on? Like it was just our appearance that was yeah. just fucking hilarious. Who laughed at that? All right, not so oh, funny cool. now. All right, good one. <laughs> this isn't deliberate, by the way, that we've dressed. I'm like kind of all in white, and Carl's all in black. Is kind of like <laughs> the good and evil of podcasting. Yeah. Um, that's not an intentional yeah. thing. It's, um, no, you're looking good. You're looking fresh and summery. Thanks, man. You look like some sort of Haynes catalog model. Thanks. You look like you were just waiting tables downstairs. So. <laughs> I'm a grown-up. <laughs> That's how we met. You were waiting tables and you used to always see me in your catalogues that yeah. were out the back of the restaurant. You'd yeah. go, one day I'll meet him. Yeah, one I saw, day. I saw you and went, why don't we make a fake radio show? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming to my big birthday party, everyone. Uh, yeah, you know what I did this morning? I, um, uh, I went for breakfast with my girlfriend. She took an hour this morning to remember it was my birthday, so that was nice. <laughs> And then we went to breakfast, and then as we're coming back, she goes, hang on, how old are you? And I said, 38. She goes, fucking hell. 
So I got that going on. Uh, yeah. Wow. So, impressive. Who's, so who, uh, someone came here early and uh, had bought 10 packets of mousse? Yeah. Of chocolate mousse? Has anyone else bought mousse? Or is that all? Just a lazy 10 from yeah, one person? Is that all? Someone had their hand up at the back. Someone back there bought mousse? Yeah? How, many, oh, how awesome. much moose did you bring? Don't be shy about yeah. bringing moose. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you be embarrassed of that? By the way, this is an audio medium, so please stop putting your hands up when I ask questions. <laughs> if you could respond verbally, that would really help us get this thing over the line. Um, yeah. how, I just want to know how much... I want to do with the maths of like how much, like you know, v- what volume of chocolate moose we're sitting on right now yeah. that you have to eat live at the end of this show. Do, and, and when you ask, like, oh, you know what? So you've gone in and asked for 10 chocolate mousse, which is an odd request, I would have thought. This is what happened the other day. I was working. I'm working with Josh uh, Earl. Josh, you know, uh, is the host of Speaks and Facts now, and I write for that. We went, it sounds really weird, but we went into Nando's for lunch, and it was almost like shh, the person at Nando's knew about me already because I walked up and asked. <laughs> I said, can I have one chocolate mousse? And she goes, just the one. <laughs> <laughs> like, when is, how used to, you know, ordering a million mousses is she? Like, that's... Yeah. That's never happened, has but it? it? Apart it, from today. Yeah. But the best thing about this was this guy came in and it was like this gift that he'd gotten. You were gone, hey, mate, happy birthday. I bought you 10 moose. Hey, is there a fridge here that I can store them in? Because <laughs> you've got to bring the, uh, the storage solution for your own gift. All right. Look, before we get on to uh, our guests, I just want to bring this up. I haven't showed you this yet. I am, um, you know, uh, being in podcasts, I'm already fairly big uh, in media. But uh, this, week, this week I made the cover of the local newspaper, the local pro- progress leader. Um, so I'm clogging up storm drains all, all around Melbourne at the moment. <laughs> but how's this? I, I had a good look at it the other day. So there's the press shot of me. And you guys can have a look at this a bit later. But if you look very closely... Yeah. Look at that. Got fucking a big slab of Vegemite on my face. Oh. As I'm posing for the front cover of a newspaper, I haven't bothered washing my face. What was that? You were like... You were like starting to black up when they got there. And they were like... Actually, no, that probably won't play on the cover of the leader. That's not really our bag. But who's less professional? Me by leaving a centimetre of food on my face. Or the photographer going, ah, fuck it, it's only a local newspaper. <laughs> and it would have been so easy to, like, Photoshop out as well. Yeah. To retouch it would have yeah. taken no effort. Yeah. yeah. I've just got a big slab of Vegemite on my face and I don't even eat Vegemite. So, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, we put a call out for anyone who wanted to send in uh, any birthday messages for you, any birthday telegrams. Uh, we have a good one here. Let me just find it. Uh, one from an old friend of yours, Peter Field, uh, an old Maryborough yes. uh, cohort of yours. Yep. Happy birthday, Changa. We'll be having none of this Chan Man crap on your birthday. It's Chang and he's my clang. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, Fieldsy. Not playing uh, as well as I thought. Congratulations yeah. <laughs> on another year of glorious immaturity and fun. No matter what part of the comedy world you find yourself in or whichever famous dickhead you chat with, you'll always be that goal-scoring, comic-book-reading, hot-chip-eating, Atari-playing, mad-magazine-folding guy from Maryborough to us. Thanks for all the laughs over the last 38 years. And remember, if Ryan Giggs is still playing for Manchester United at the tender age of 40, there is hope for all of us. Well, that was sweet rather than funny. Yeah. Um. Was, I really played better in my head when I was reading it out <laughs> on the way here. I thought that... Uh, yeah, Atari playing. I yeah. don't know you're into video games. Yeah, that's well. very interesting, isn't it, everyone? <laughs> I, you know what I say? Start strong. Just <laughs> put all the funny bits up the front. So it's all. Hey, it's, it's not my fault. He's your fucking friend. <laughs> uh, it's your shit, mate. Not mine. Yeah, but I'm not dumb enough to fucking mention everything he says. So. <laughs> 
Alright, well, I reckon this one's a bit better. Happy birthday to the almost rad dad. My presence since I can't be there to present a moose is a confession. A few years ago for a school talent show, I offered to do a comedy set and I literally wrote out my favourite Carl Chandler jokes from Twitter and read them on stage as my set. <laughs> there are only a couple of dozen people but it got massive laughs. Oh. Also, I technically never lied since I never said that I wrote them and the two people who asked got the truth that I borrowed them from your Twitter feed. But for the rest of the crowd, I was a comical highlight. If you take any from this email, it's that your comedy is so good that it's worth stealing. Totally a compliment, right? The answer is yes. See you, mate. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm glad he wasn't taking it from my Twitter feed this week because it would have been, come along to my solo show, it cunts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, so I sent him a cease and desist and said, go fuck yourself, you little prick. Love Carl Chandler. Um, <laughs> love at Carl Chandler on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, lovely. Hey, let's get our first guest out. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, he is an international visitor of the Comedy Festival. He's been on the show a couple of times before. He's one of our very favourites. Please go crazy and welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Kyle Kinney! Yay! Yeah! <laughs> oh, thank you. Welcome aboard. Oh, thanks. This is the first time you were on our show was Carl's birthday as well. Is was this it? like a yeah. Yeah, the oh, very really? first time. Yeah. That's really weird. Two years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of preparation has gone into today, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. We've really worked out a lot of good stuff More to fact say. Than humor. That's yeah, fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, have you been finding it so far? Good. I just I'm, I'm I'm trying not to be a stupid American, but it's gonna happen regardless. So my, my apologies in advance. <laughs> I like no culture. Like oh, they called McDonald's Mackers. Now I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the. Extent we don't have any of... idea what that's like. No, <laughs> being in another country and just wanting to try out the Mackers. Yeah, I got weird. I got uh, one of those weird text messages that people fucking send me uh, <laughs> j- just before just before I went on. When you know. What's that, that thing about, you know, they, they, they send it and it says it doesn't come from the number. They just tell you who it is at the top. You know that thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you know what I'm talking about? That thing, yeah. Boy, Fuck. did Peter Field write the start of this anecdote? <laughs> <that's> <laughs> now, and now Dave O'Neill's ringing. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let's just get to this Dave O'Neill. This already bombing so bad. We're just <laughs> looking at our phones. Is that where we're at right now? Hello? Yeah, happy Thanks, Dave. No, no, no. Be as racist as you want. <laughs> I got a few things I want to say about a few fellow comedians, like you. Oh man, you know he ripped me off that guy. <laughs> Keep going, you're Happy killing. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy, you know what Carl wants for his birthday? He wants, he wants people to turn up to his show. All right, that's what he really wants. Anyway, <laughs> Tommy Daslan's going to strip for you now, so I'll leave you to it. Okay, see you, Dave. <laughs> so, Carl, when you said before, let's hurry out and get our first guest on here, uh, what you meant was, I'm just going to answer my phone while he sits here in silence. <laughs> no, I feel real special. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for flying halfway across the world to do this. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, now, you had a fact about uh, uh, Kyle... That we didn't know? Oh, no, I checked and it's not true. Oh, shit! Yeah, I was very excited. There's a thing on your Wikipedia that you were in an episode of The Nanny. Yeah. <laughs> For, at some point, my Wikipedia page became this, like, living art project that I don't know who adds to it. 
And I don't want to like. I, I'm kind of sad that you confirmed that it's not true now. Yeah. Oh, the so we that we confirmed that it's not true. Couldn't you have done that? <laughs> I don't want to confirm it. I want people <laughs> yeah. to think I played young Roger Clinton in yeah. the nanny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is, because on your Wikipedia, and it links to the article of that episode on IMDb. And so I saw it, and I was like, oh, well, if IMDb's gotten involved, it must be legit. Like, this must be for real. <laughs> yeah, nobody's throwing bullshit up on that website before. <laughs> yeah. But that's where you date a girl in Hollywood, and you find out she has an IMDb page, and it's just student films. You're like, all right, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, because, like, usually, you know, like, a lot of people's fake Wikipedia stuff comes from, like, them talking so it's like if someone you know goes on a radio show and goes oh I hate this and then it's on their Wikipedia to be like yeah he loves this like but like do you have any idea where that's come from is that like I have no idea where it's come from and the fact that Wikipedia like I think it still polices itself and so a lot of the more outlandish things have been removed. Right. But that's lasted up until now that it's confirmed that it's not a fact. Right. That, that's such a shame that the festival hasn't got posters all over town. Come <laughs> and see Carl Kanani, who played Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the poster is just you in that kind of cartoon style of the opening credits <laughs> yeah. of the nanny, just like walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. That'd be incredible. Yeah. What's the most outlandish thing that's ever been on your Wikipedia? I remember there's that. Well, now, because now I got to call out the other fact that's on there. Fact. <laughs> about my, uh, that my grandfather was Lon Chaney's stuntman. Oh, yeah. Stuntman. <laughs> I read that. that it, it's yeah. got the, it the stuntman in the movie The Werewolf. Yeah. He was a werewolf stuntman. Yeah. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking my head so it's not confirmed over audio. <laughs> you guys are blowing it. Now I'm just going to have a suck Wikipedia page like everybody else. <laughs> Just full of all those real cool things you've done on yeah. TV. Now, now, my, now my biggest uh, no, I'm a notable uh, citizen of my hometown of Addison, Illinois, <laughs> yeah. along with Leon Sphinx, the professional boxer, when he was in his bankruptcy years. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I, it, that's that's what came out of my hometown was was Leon Sphinx, uh, the lead singer, Material Issue, who killed himself by sitting in his garage with a moped running. Oh, clang. <laughs> <laughs> and a guy who like murdered his girlfriend and cut the baby out of her womb and that kid still stayed alive so that's where I'm from <laughs> see if I've got any more Peter Field emails yeah. here to read <laughs> lighten the mood yeah. hey at least you weren't in the nanny though so We asked our audience on the way in here to fill out a little dickhead census, uh, answer some questions for us. One of them was, what's the worst birthday present you've ever received? Uh, one person's put, a Toblerone taped to a can of Jack Daniels in the library. Isn't that how someone got killed in Cluedo? <laughs> that, actually, that sounds like a great present. Yeah, You get it a was. bit of booze, you get a chockey, Is you're in a library. What, what's the best present you've got if yeah. that's the worst one? Who was one? that person? Yeah? Uh, What's, what's yeah. your best present then? Why does that suck? Yeah. It was just random. Okay. Yeah. In the middle of class. You got that gift in the middle of class. Who's walking up to you in the middle of the classroom and giving you those things? Where did you go to school? Okay. Holmes Glen. No comment. Um, everyone, everyone can assemble their own joke in their heads. Uh, oh, this one I quite like. What's the worst birthday present you've ever received? A voucher to this show. <laughs> and it didn't even work. So how did they give us that message if it didn't work? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Did they just throw it through the window? Yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Who got a voucher to this show? 
Well, they're not here because it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> this is baffling. This has come through. This has come filtered through the Bermuda Triangle or something. This is uh, someone got an Inception present. Uh, I just like this one. Nothing else that's written on this is any good, but just above all of the questions at the very top of the page, this person has just written, I drive a truck. (laughs) 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 Maybe, is that person here or have they given a lift home to the person who didn't get in on the voucher? Sweet man. As an American, I appreciate that sentiment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man, that's the guy that I did a gig last week at Spleen and I... Started doing some of my renowned crowd work, uh, which was basically just calling people cunts, I think. And I think I went to town on this guy about uh, smoking speed for about half an hour. And then at the, at the end, after I'd just destroyed his character, he went, by the way, I listen to your podcast every week. Well, that doesn't happen anymore, does it? <laughs> so I apologise for... For, for making up such an elaborate lie about truck drivers. I'm sure the, the, the new cliche about truck drivers is they're great guys and they sleep a lot. <laughs> it's a stereotype for a reason. Are yeah, you on speed see, now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did, you, we were doing a gig together in Brisbane and I saw a bit of your renowned crowd work. I was listening from off side of stage and uh, you, you were doing crowd work and it was going really well and then you did a joke and the audience didn't care for the joke as much and you said, all right, well, you guys fucking tell me what you want to hear. <laughs> and someone yelled out, something funny. <laughs> and, and then you go, okay, you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Chandler. Got two laughs. Carl Chandler, television writer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, uh, you probably thought I was Adam Hills there for a second, but it's, that's not the case. Yeah, you, Carl, Kyle, you were on uh, one of the shows that Carl writes for the other day. Was there any yeah. bit where the host yelled the C word at you? Cause, uh... <laughs> just, uh, yeah, everything, yeah, all my go-to jokes were calling the opera singer next to me a bitch. That's, that's all it was. Good, yeah. well, well done. Yeah, that was, that was mine. You know the bit when they said, who's the drummer from the Beatles? Uh, Paul McCartney. No, you dumb cunt. <laughs> I think we've reached the C-word threshold. <laughs> we've hit, people have hit their limit. I, I actually, because we're in, what, day four of the Comedy Festival, I had, yeah, look, this is not going to help, but I, <laughs> especially not going to help people that, want, that are thinking, should I go and see a solo show or not? It, I had to, I've had some good shows. I had a show the other night that uh, two people walked in like ten minutes late, sat down, listened to five minutes, and then started talking really loudly. And I was like, oh, what are you talking about? And then they were just not even looking at me. And I said, what are you talking about? And they're like, Ugh. I said, just tell me. And then I went, hang on, are you talking about walking out? And they go, yeah. <laughs> and I go, well, fucking go for it. And they go, we will, you're shit. <laughs> and I went, get out of my room, you old cunts. <laughs> and they're like, we're going. And they walked out, and as they're walking, I'm like, and fucking stay out, cunt. And everyone's just like, this is weird. Because <laughs> they're like 55 to 60-year-olds as well. Uh, and then my, my, my techie then went, uh, the next day, was like, oh, I, sh- I really got to stop doing your show. I'm like, why? And she goes, I was hanging around with my mum and I was just saying the C-bomb way too much. And she was like, well, you, you've never said that before in your life. And it's like, Carl Chandler. <laughs> Sweet plug for your show. Yeah. Um, if you're old and you want to be abused for having an opinion, then come on down. Hey, I don't discriminate. You can be young. <laughs> Have you had any weird walkouts over your career? But I just say very at the very end of that, too, oh. it was so bad. And then the next night, last night, I did the show and it went great. And I just ended the show by saying, 
Thank you so much. The last crowd was such a big pack of assholes that you've saved me tonight. I was literally thinking about taking a taxi to the Westgate. So you've saved, you've saved me. And they were like, oh, great. They were like, we've saved someone's life. <laughs> Just to explain that local reference to you, Thank um, you. the Westgate it. Bridge is the uh, suicide venue of choice in this oh, city. Okay. So, that's, so that's what he ended his and, show and, on. And in, in, in Australia, suicide is funny. <laughs> so... I always love it when there's a popular destination for suicide. Like, it's the last thing you're going to do. Make it unique. Why do you like Where do people commit? Oh, I'll just go here. I'll yeah. just go the easy route. Yeah, yeah look it up. Westgate on Wikipedia, popular venue for suicide, and was once on Hardcastle and McCormack. So, Ooh, well, too, old of a reference. too old of a reference. Too old. Too old of a reference. There's a KFC at the base of it, so you've got, uh, you know, something to have for a night last meal. It's all yeah. they're so really if you do about. live, you can get dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get our next yeah, guest. Yeah, let's up. get our second guest. Colton, and everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna move one down. Uh, returning to the show, very popular guest, one of the best comics in the country. Please go crazy and welcome into the little dum dum club, Lawrence Mooney. Yeah. <laughs> Unky Moon, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty dusty. <laughs> I saw some of your great form last night at about three in the morning. Yeah. Uh, uh, you I'm haven't been home, have you? No, I went home. I got home at 5.30. I got told off. Uh, <laughs> I like getting told off. My wife's uh, very gentle when she tells me. She goes, I, I, so I woke up on the couch and she goes, okay, clearly you can't control yourself. <laughs> so I'm taking control from now on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She goes, so you won't be coming home at 5.30 for the rest of the comedy festival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, is that okay? And I went, yeah. <laughs> like, like a little monkey. Like a little, <laughs> like a little simian ape man. But you're back on the booze now, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of my shows about me giving up drinking, so that's a lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in fact, the first quarter of it is all about me not drinking, so... <laughs> Thankfully, I call it stupid liar. Well, I just go, that's is. an interesting thing because I looked you up on uh, Google this afternoon and you've got that thing where, you know, Google autofills the most popular results. If you put your name in, the third most popular search term is Lawrence Mooney obituary. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's yeah, completely true. It's, uh, it's really weird because I have Google alert, you know, to find <laughs> out what people are saying about me. And over the last probably five years, uh, I've been getting these obituaries pop up it's like Lawrence Mooney died and uh, and so I go and read the obituary and find out about the funeral and it's amazing that the three Lawrence Mooneys that have died have all been southern preachers in the US uh, there was a judge but he was also a preacher um, so Lawrence Mooney is a preacher and so that, and that's what I am being a I'm preacher is, <laughs> is terminal <laughs> I'm, I'm spreading the good news about our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? amen. See, it's that easy. <laughs> I'll leave a deposit and, uh, and I'll have sex with the young... Oh, no. Oh. Hit the That's button. what happens when you guys don't, don't laugh say. enough. He has to finish on stuff like that. Don't say, it's your oh, fault. I hadn't finished the sentence. <laughs> the young people. And you've just gone... You're going, oh, it's like, I'm not that young. Yeah. <laughs> young people. <laughs> Let's just keep this going for as long as we can. 
Build le- a sentence. Legally young people. <laughs> you already have an obituary, so you may as well dig your own grave. With the bones of young people. <laughs> Someone asked us this question. I'd like to ask both of you men this. Uh, where's the most extreme place you've performed? Extreme. Yeah. You would think like at Hyde or, or on the wing of an, a biplane. Yeah. Or <laughs> Unless it's that, it's going to be a disappointing yeah. story. Yeah, that's right. The most extreme place I have performed uh, is on top of a packing crate uh, that had some cardboard on the top of it for the stripper who was going to follow me <laughs> at the Shepparton Football Club. <laughs> and that Clang. Was, that was... Uh, <laughs> That was the grimmest day of my comedy career. <laughs> because, uh, and you probably know the story because I've told it a number of times. Uh, I, I pulled out. I was meant to do 40 minutes. I was getting no traction with the crowd. I was sweating. I was going through the classic kind of like breakdown. I couldn't remember anything. Mouthful of cotton wool. And I just left 15 minutes into it and just drove away. <laughs> and the president of the club complained to the promoter who had hired me and his complaint was like seven levels of sexism. He just went, <laughs> the comedian turned up kind of on time, which was okay, <laughs> so I'm punctual. He goes, at no stage did he make anyone laugh. In fact, the only person that laughed at any of his jokes was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and she was supposed to be working. <laughs> now, so when you're on my dollar lady, don't laugh it up. <laughs> And the only women that were there were topless barmaids handing around free beer who would later strip on that packing case. (laughs) And it was just so sad and horrible. But during that gig, I thought, these men are in a visual realm inside their own heads. They are not listening. I wish I had a vagina because I would take my pants off and stick something in it (laughs) just to get some attention. (laughs) Well, what a strange segue because our next guest, you may have seen her at the Shepparton Football Club. Uh... What, yeah, well, what's her name? Come on, name a stripper from the Shepparton Footy Club. Wobsy. <laughs> <laughs> you had Country Town Advantage there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew three people called Wobsy, Wodsy, and Wopsy. <laughs> Little Tommy here, he was like, well, I don't know. Yeah. But you were like, yeah. straight, Wobsy. Yeah. Yeah. I know Ignatius and Sebastian, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. I was raised that's in a, the leafy suburbs show. of the eastern yeah. suburbs of Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, what do you is... mean when you say stripper? Oh. For something to take the heritage paint off my weatherboards. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking beat up. Uh, I know someone called Ma- Mater that wipes my bum bum for me. <laughs> It's me, everyone. I'm really rich and my mum wipes my bum for me. Hi, everyone. Not your bum, your bum bum. <laughs> Don't be rude, Tommy. That, well, you know what? With the, your bad gig story and, and me talking about those two people that walked out, it, I, uh, it actually makes me remember my first ever solo show, my first hour show ever. On the first night, there was a bit in the middle where I would um, blindfold myself. I don't know why... <laughs> And go, oh, look, I can sort of tell jokes without even looking. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? 
We're already sympathizing with the people that walked out. (laughs) (laughs) And they're the cunts. Yeah, right. (laughs) Shit premises for comedy festival shows. Oh, my ball myself. I just can't handle looking at their blank board faces anymore. Like, because I know, uh, working on the premise of uh, everyone else uses their uh, eyes to tell jokes. Not me. <laughs> so I did that. I blindfolded myself and started telling jokes. And as I did that, I could hear a disturbance in the room. And I went, hang on a minute. Are people leaving? That's like the opposite I, of a surprise party. <laughs> And I took the blindfold off after like three minutes of jokes and half the room was gone. Oh. <laughs> that oh. is great. <laughs> Never let them... Give, don't give him a chance to leave. Though. It was literally like when he can't see us, there's no consequences. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out. That'd be great if you did a show called Carl Chandler's Honor System and it's you facing the back wall. I'm just going to trust you guys. I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Um, uh, Carl Chandler's Houdini jokes. <laughs> I want to put myself in chains and this box and tell you an hour of jokes. <laughs> the audience gonna, is locking the top yeah. of the box so he can't escape. It's in water. <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell an hour anyway. of jokes with headphones on so it doesn't even matter when you hate me. <laughs> Let's get our right, last guest, guest Lawrence Mooney, everyone. Yeah. Move down a seat, guys. Uh, our third guest today, again, very dear friend of the show. You know him from The Project and as wonking it up in some of your favourite TV shows. Please welcome back into the Little Dunham Club, Charlie Pickering. Woo! Yay. Hey, man, how are you? Welcome. Hey, great to be here. Great to be here. Hi. Uh, what's Hi. the most extreme place you've performed? Fucking Kandahar, bitches. Um, <laughs> yeah, Afghanistan, war zone, whatever. Can't even get insured for that shit. Yeah. Did you have a blindfold on when you did it? No. <laughs> Loser. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Any strippers? Don't think so. <laughs> Something about the nanny? We've covered them all. <laughs> we didn't ask Kyle where his most extreme place was. Uh, it's, it's not as good as the other two. <laughs> hey, getting better over time clearly Sorry. isn't a concern on this podcast. So I did, I did have I did have a heckler with Tourette's though, so that was an odd thing. Oh, it sounds like the setup for like and a punchline, but it was really just a guy who would save up his nervous OCD to the point where he would heckle me, and it would be two thirds of an actual disappointed like he didn't like the show. It'd be like. And I was woken up from Mark Mary. He's like, "You suck! Bring on Marin! Suck my face!" And like that would be the third part. And so I couldn't go after him because I'm like, "Oh, you have a problem." And eventually, like yeah. bouncers came out to bring, like, remove him. But his parents were there because, like, his parents calmly took his jacket off. Like they they hustled him up the stairs, and his parents were like. He loves comedy. <laughs> Hang on, wait. We know that this is how the no, night no, ends. No, I'm sick of hecklers hiding behind disability. <laughs> no, either you fucking own it or you own it, yeah? To be fair, the people get who walked... Get the guy in the fucking chair and get him out of here. <laughs> the, the people who walked out the other night probably thought they were dealing with a, a, a guy, a comedian, with that same defect. Because <laughs> all I remember of me is them walking out me going, Get the fuck out, cunt! Get cunt! Out! <laughs> Suck my face! <laughs> <laughs> um, did we ever... Were we going to get around to a, a phone? A, 
Phone oh call? yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a special uh, uh, someone phoning in uh, a friend of uh, a friend of the show, someone who's been on the program before who who couldn't be here very recently. To, uh, who wanted to wish Carl a happy birthday message? Oh, um, happy birthday, Carl! Yeah, it's yeah, a it's birthday. a it's a voicemail here, so I'll just hold up to the phone so you guys can hear it. Because you demanded it. There it is. Paul Foot, everyone. Um, I like there are people in here going, no, I hated him last week and I hate him now. Controversial episode. Wow. You guys of our show. Some people, believe it or not, didn't like that last week. That was on last week's episode and they didn't like it. Look, if I had one criticism for what I've seen today, (laughs) there is a lot of discussion of things going badly in the past. And it's like, imagine. Hey, we've got a lot. To, is, we've got a lot to work with. Yeah, so. but, but imagine this was like you, we were test driving a car at a dealership, and you were driving it around, going, "I'm glad you're driving this car because every other car we've built has caught fire <laughs> and people have died in them." And and you know that's fine if that's how you want to sell. Yeah. Go for it. But, um, but could you also not argue where, you know, saying all we're doing is talking about things that have gone bad in the past. You host a news program. That's all the news really is. It's just talking about things that have gone bad in the past. Yeah. Yeah, but Glass I don't, I don't go on. Yeah. Got him. Got him. <laughs> but I don't go on there and go, um, all right, some really bad stuff happened in Canberra today, but fucking last night some cunts died in a plane crash and no one knew what happened. <laughs> It was heaps worse last night. The families were crying. It was horrible. They so here's the thing. That's not found. a joke at the expense of the families. It's a joke at the expense of the paradigm that you set up of things being worse in the past. And people, need to, people need to be far more careful when they lead to a conclusion that something's controversial. First ask yourself, who's the joke at the expense of? Jeez, I thought I'll Paul s- Foote was bad. <laughs> and in order, in order to just drag that commentary into... Con- Controversy. Uh, <laughs> they haven't found MH370 yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> if you wouldn't mind looking under your chairs. Um, Hang on, the victims of the know, Malaysian air crash aren't a door prize. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't know where it is, so. If you've got a sock drawer at home that you haven't. Can you check, check at home? Hey, uh, I've got do you, up. Oh. Do you know what's not cool? <laughs> the number, of, the number of people that, like, just in general conversation for the last week and a half, have just gone, just fucking find it. <laughs> <laughs> just go on their satellites. You've got computers. Fucking find it. <laughs> it's like, fuck. We used to not even know that there were other countries. <laughs> <laughs> like, give them some credit. I'm sure it's not laziness. I'm, I'm. I'm sure it's not, hey, fucking calm down, I'm still working my way through Borgen. Like, <laughs> like, and when I get done with that, I'll go find the fucking play. I'm pretty sure it's all hands on deck at this point. Yeah. I just hate people go, like, what do you do? I make sandwiches, but fuck, I know a lot about aviation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I like when people are going, they're saying, man, it's really hard. It's like a needle in a haystack. No, it's not. It's like finding something about as big as this room 
in an ocean the size of the world. <laughs> we don't need a metaphor it's, that makes that easier. Do you, do you know good, what? Good do you know analogy, what the metaphor? Good the, analogy. No, do you an know, ocean of the size of a world. <laughs> <laughs> I write for Spicks oh, and Specs. That was good. But do you know what we need? <laughs> we, do you know what the analogy needs to be? And we need to be grown up enough to say this. The analogy has to be, yeah, it's like finding a fucking plane in the fucking ocean yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And everyone needs to just... You know, like, I hate when you're watching the news and they, they go, could it's still be alive, those people. They might be on, on, on an island somewhere, like lost. <laughs> so just fucking find it. Um, but, like, I don't know what I was going to say. It's so prophetic. It's just like lost. No... <laughs> they died in a horror, horror scenario. The pilot who came out and said this is the most likely scenario, front wheel catches fire, the, the crew don't make a radio call because they're in an emergency situation. They aviate first. What are the three stages? Aviate. Drop and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was uh, Which is likely what they did yeah. so, <laughs> so as far as that goes Textbook But It's aviate Activate Communicate So they radio last They die from carbon monoxide poisoning Inside the cabin And then You're just on a plane You don't hear from the captain Just going Ladies and gentlemen I know That uh, This seems a bit weird That we're just uh, Running out of fuel Slowly um, Remember so when it was the uplifting so the part of just the... on the plane, just like. I was like, the thing is, they'd be sitting I was going to speak pretend Chinese, and I thought better of it. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> good. I was going to do that. Yeah, no, nice. I thought, no. Uh, be me, racist, me, remember be the nice bit of the podcast? People were really enjoying home. it, and that would have fucked it if you'd been racist in it. Yeah. I think that you called it pretend Chinese, made it nicer. I'm going to make up some Chinese right now. I speak some pretty good pretend Chinese. I'm going to do some pretend. I'm going to do. See the problem. How do you know that's not real Chinese? You're playing. How do you know it's not real Chinese? You're playing because they're making it up. Some of it. Some of it may accidentally be Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know what it is. Yeah. So you guys are racist. No. So pretend Chinese is a very dangerous game to play, my friend. I'd even wager it's not a game. <laughs> yeah, I'd come down on the side of that. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, get some. I, I think, get, can I think you you've won it a game. <laughs> can you get four six-sided dice? We're going to play pretend Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's not a game. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah, well, anyway, that was... Uh, remember when we were talking about the Westgate Bridge before and that was a nice <laughs> bit of the podcast? No, but hey, you're, you're, the fact that you're missing is it's now suicide proof. There hasn't been a suicide since they put up the new barricades. Well, so actually... it's no longer... I'm sorry you were lied to. It's no yeah. longer the suicide capital. Thank you for I just that. wanted I you to be... I, I didn't want you to leave here with Wander misinformation. Around. Technically yeah. speaking, they didn't suicide proof it. They oh, no. threw baby off proofed it. Oh. Uh, wow. Uh, oh, get back to pretend wow. Chinese. Oh. <laughs> Malau, my chow. Uh, <laughs> no. 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 Right now, if this, if this gig... <laughs> no, but... Right now, if this gig is a plane, that yeah. front wheel just caught fire. Right. <laughs> it's like finding a needle in a haystack or finding some actual racism in a pretend Chinese sentence. Yeah. Yeah. In an ocean as big as the world. <laughs> <laughs> That'll catch on. That'll... 
Uh, hey, I've got an update. I was talk- we were talking last week. I had a, uh, a 17-year-old guy do a little bit in my show in Brisbane, and he's a first-year university student. He did a week of gigs with me, and at the end he messaged me, and he was like, hey, I've decided to drop out of university and pursue comedy full-time. Wow. And that's, you know, it's, it, it's fir- the, the, fir- the thing I realised we didn't say about that is that he's, like, he's doing a course that has 10 contact hours a week, and he's been doing comedy for like a year. You don't really need to drop out of university yeah. to just do the two open mic gigs a month that you can do in Brisbane. Like yeah. he's probably jumped the gun. But then he messaged me the other day and he goes, oh, hey man, um, can I just ask you a bit of comedy advice? And I'm like, yeah, man, go for it. And he goes, yeah, um, I got asked to do a gig. Um, it's a pretty big gig. Um, they want me to uh, do support for um, the rapper Exhibit. When <laughs> oh, really? Down. Yeah. And he, goes, oh. and he goes, should I do it? And I'm like, well, there's two answers here. Um, I would probably not do it, <laughs> but I think you should do it. Um, yeah. yeah. Can I, um, I once interviewed Exhibit right. when, when I worked at Triple J. and We've all got stuff going on, mate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is really funny because like, Exhibit is actually, he's a lovely guy. And uh, good, good friend of the show. <laughs> now, um, no, but he came in and he was a lot of fucking talk. Like he was, I'm fucking ex. Like he was just like, I am the fucking man. And it was all front. Like it was nothing but yeah. front. Good pretend black you did just then. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pretend. Um, My now mistake, who's sorry. prejudiced? Yeah, I'm very sorry. Um, but what I knew, I, I'd been speaking to... Um, one of like the lifesavers on Bondi Beach who had fucking fished him out of the water the day before he got caught in a rip and was fucked and he was like begging for mercy, right? <laughs> Just like, oh, help! Her ex is drowning, right? Like, you know, <laughs> like... Hap- uh, that would have yeah, been... X don't like the ocean. Get me yeah. back in. Anyway. That, that would have been like looking for a rapper in an ocean the size, the size of, of the, the world. world. <laughs> I Come told on, you, out, catching yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so... Oh, that's just... Racist. And so he's <laughs> in the interview. He's doing lots of like I'm the fucking man. What's and racist? All that. I'm going. That's why black people don't like swimming. So that's <laughs> what's racist. Um, and so he's, he's literally like, Exhibit A. <laughs> hey. That's something. Yeah. Oh, he's back. That, that's something. <laughs> why um, are you walking out? Oh, <laughs> put your blindfold on, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> People love it. Oh, great. <laughs> exhibit's drowning. Oh, Exhibit's drowning. So anyway, in the interview, he's being... He's n- nice, but a lot of front. Yeah. Which, in hip-hop, I don't have that much time for. Um, so you, you don't, don't like hip-hop how, then? Don't tell me how good your skills are. Just show me your skills. <laughs> um, and so anyway, he was going, yeah, I'm talking blah, 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 and talking about me going, oh, yeah, really? Because I hear... It. I hear a girl fished you out of the ocean yesterday because <laughs> you were having a bit of trouble. And he goes, I was caught in a rip! Like, and he was really angry. And I said, anyway, we've got to take a song now. Uh, this is your track, I'm the shit. And played <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shit. And then, and then came back after the, after the track and he was just like the most normal fucking guy in the world. <laughs> and, and, and he stopped being... It was like I was interviewing a stand-up comedian more than a rapper. It yeah. was a really... It was, it was a very... Uh, well, it was a humbling experience for X. Um, <laughs> Tommy, that's what I do. That's, I cut people down to size. That's what I do. If I could just go back to the fact that you're using a... Is it a reveal if I tell people about what's happening in your show with a... Uh, let's not say what the kid's doing, but there is a okay. child in my show. Well, I mean, you're observing... <laughs> apart, apart from Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tommy is observing a, a very uh, long-held uh, Australian showbiz tradition, and that is grooming a child <laughs> in your own show. <laughs> so,
Do you wear? Do you? Do you wear a no. robe backstage? <laughs> please. Do you wear That's, a robe and slippers no, backstage? No spoilers for my show, The Gavin Disney Experience. Please, I don't want. <laughs> have, you got a wobble, have you got a wobble board in your show? Because you could really. Oh, I thought I was going to see Husey, but I was more seeing Husey. Husey. You know, as in. Hey, hey Dad. Dad. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Robert. <laughs> Carl, there's kind of a thing going on in this country it's at the moment. It's fine, just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry to update you, suicide and pedophilia are funny in Australia, so, yes. Pedophilia seems to be a great uh, hey, after tradition you, After, after you fuck that baby, you got to have somewhere to throw it over. <laughs> over <the> field, man. <laughs> yeah. This thing's no good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> This is what the comedy festival was set up for—a cultural exchange. I just, just Thank you I imagine your good night. Your um, your eight, like your 19th century diary of this would be like. After a week on the island, I began to learn the language. <laughs> but yeah, I so badly wanted this kid to do this exhibit gig because it's gonna be. Yeah. It's going to be brutal. Like He's already got a better like extreme gig story than any yeah. of us. By yeah. yeah, exactly. For, for his first gig. Yeah, well, he's pretty early in. He's like a year into doing oh, it. Oh, he'll they be going do, like, back to college after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, all, you're, all you're going to do is scare him back to school. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah like what a is scare- this, fi- Finding Forrester or whatever that... Like, what is yeah, it? him being in my show was like a scared straight program. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where he saw me not being able to afford to eat every night and going, oh, I'm quitting. There was a guy that hit me up, and whether it's the same sort of thing, there was a kid in year 12 a couple of years ago that hit me up and said, oh, can I come and talk to you at a gig and ask some advice, what I've done. I don't know what the deal is, but you can sort of put off year 12 for a year and just focus on one thing uh, that you're going to do. Uh, so he did that. He goes, I'm going to do stand-up comedy. So he came to see me at a gig... And he turned up dressed in a shirt that he'd hand-drawn ha-ha-ha-ha all over his shirt. And I was like, here's my advice. Don't do that. <laughs> wow. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you, when you said that to him, did you have a fucking blindfold on? <laughs> that's, that's better than a blindfold, yeah. a handwritten ha-ha-ha t-shirt. I love ha-ha-ha. Yeah, of all, the advo- of all the advice, can you go back and give yourself advice from the first year you started comedy and yeah. did some dumb shit like that? Yeah. I wore a fur coat to an all-black show on the south side of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. And that's where right. I would have been like, maybe don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back on that, it was my grandmother's. How was, how was the response? What was the... It what? didn't go well. What? Uh, I had I, gone there the month before and it actually went well and I was surprised. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this all black show and see how it goes. And it went well. I'm like, they like me. They'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get it. Cruella de Canaan. <laughs> That's... Maybe you needed to also wear like a fedora with a feather. Oh in no, it. I had a suit underneath. Oh right, so you yeah, I, ticks I all the boxes. The I can't see where it went. Did wrong. you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you pretend? Let, let the listeners know that uh, <laughs> that I am indicating that I moisturized up with like my, a proper right. black. Mo- 
Oh man. No, it wasn't. Uh, usually we check to see if it's recording. I feel like checking to make sure it's not recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good time to plug the uh, that on the final uh, Sunday night of the festival at 10 p.m. We're doing an unrecorded drunk podcast where we don't hold ourselves back and we say all really wrong <laughs> shit uh, that we couldn't we couldn't normally say on the podcast. So if you do want to come back for that, that is happening. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. man. I just, I, so that's that's not not this one. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've yeah. turned up four weeks early. I'm sorry, Lawrence. That's, that's good. Um, Charlie, you're finishing up on the project yes. in one week. One week? Yes. You've got five, six episodes six to go. E- six episodes Which to go. you're gleefully counting down on Twitter at the moment. Do you know, that's, it's weird. I, didn't, that, I think that came across the wrong way. I was just trying to, like, trying to build some anticipation for the last episode so that, I don't know, maybe more people would watch it. How did it come across the wrong way when it's like six to go, hashtag fuck the project? Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, was that not hashtag. the was that not the official hashtag? <laughs> I hate, don't you hate it when you jump on the wrong hashtag? Yeah. Oh, trying to get people to join the conversation. Yeah. So who's going to replace you, Charlie? I mean, uh, is it going to be Bert or <laughs> Daryl so, Summers or somebody completely different to you? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, like genuinely, they don't know. Do they? Do you think that they might uh, give a lady a chance, <laughs> or are there too many on TV already? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the quota is, we have to be close. Yeah. Um, no, I actually. Well, I personally, I, I think that they should put a woman in my place. I, I, I actually. Think or that maybe they should just put a woman in place. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That I, I don't even know what that means, but my back started sweating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with, with feminist backlash nervousness. Oh, that's what you're worried about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Can I I'm ask worried that Devony might be outside with a shotgun, just like, fuck what? you, Chandler. <laughs> what is the project? I know it, I should be able to figure out from the name of the show. Well, you do a really colourful title page. And then inside, you do some pasting of macaroni <laughs> and glitter to show what coral looks like. Um, and we do that. We do that five nights a week <laughs> to discuss natural disasters, <laughs> political issues, and yeah. celebrity bullshit stories, yeah. and occasionally explain health insurance to people. Yeah. We're I kind of, we're kind of, I don't know, a shit version of the internet. Uh, that's a, we're, we're a new, uh, anyway, it I, that's TV. I, on your project, <laughs> I don't think you made enough binoculars out of toilet roll <laughs> holders and uh, spaceships out of uh, cereal packets. Yeah, I mean, what kind of a fucking project is it? There is the, there's a segment called Imagination Station, I'm presuming. <laughs> <laughs> Some dioramas, perhaps. Yeah, you, you got here just too late for pipe cleaner week, Kyle. It, was, uh, <laughs> it went off. But, uh, and tonight on the project, we're going to make the volcano a Oh, that's uh, googly-eyed Thursdays are always a treat. (laughs) (laughs) So why aren't we producing? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) could you imagine if you actually did it? Like that would be the most wonderful fucking news show. Because news is farcical. Like news on television is farcical. I love it if you stopped doing the show just to do your breakout show from the project, just called Clag. (laughs) Tonight I'll be sticking some stuff to other stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> for an hour. <laughs> special it's report. special here on the project. We'll be making chains and lanterns. <laughs> Just fold your paper in half and cut them like that. And wow. That is, it's a string of men. Good night. <laughs> Tonight's special investigation, glue. What does it taste like when you eat it? Let's find out. <laughs> and we'll be showing you how to make your own glue. Not with self-raising flowers. (laughs) (laughs) On the project. Any more questions, (laughs) Kanane? No, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, I think that is all the time we have left for today on the Little Dum Dum Club. Big round of applause for Kyle Kanane, Lawrence Mooney, Charlie Pickering. Uh, Kyle Kanane, you have a show... For the next week or so at Uh, the Victoria Hotel. Victoria Hotel, 9.45 p.m. Check that out. Uh, Definitely get on that. Lawrence Mooney, you're... Town Hall, 8.15. Lawrence Mooney's a stupid liar. (laughs) And, Charlie, you're not doing a show. Yeah, man. Clag. Next week on Clag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clag will be... uh, uh, I haven't chosen a network, but... um, (laughs) Clag is definitely early 2015. (laughs) But, but no, I'm not here to shill anything. Isn't that nice of me? Mm. Yeah. 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 I would like to sign off in pretend Chinese. All right, let's plug our shows first before Xin people... Chin no, no, please. Please, God. Uh, Maybe got... you can translate for us for okay, our Chinese... Right, for that. our pretend Chinese listeners. Yeah. We can do our plug, then you yeah. can... Yeah, okay. You yeah, can translate. There's a lot of pretend oh, Chinese man. listeners. Right. Oh, man. Like, Fingers... This is not... Fingers over the delete button. You no. race it. You race it. No, that's... <laughs> You race it. You race. You race no, it. Hey, no, should be reason, louder. The reason I'm uncomfortable with this, right, is an John Howard good for small business, and you no. race it. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. That's uh, that was that offensive. Was not, that's that was not good. No, here's the problem. This morning, <laughs> I'll, I'll just take my microphone. This morning, <laughs> I'm with you. This morning yeah. in the Age, our Human Rights Commissioner said publicly that what he doesn't like. Fuck, this is amazing. What he doesn't this like Tim, about... Is this Tim Wilson? Yeah, Tim Wilson. What he doesn't what like about... fucking imbecile. Yeah. Don't vilify him. That's what he wants. No. What he doesn't like about our racial vilification laws is he thinks it's bizarre that he's not allowed to use the N-word, but some people are. And he fucking said that. And it's like, okay, we, as a nation, don't fucking get this, right? We just don't fucking get it, right? And I love you. But pretend Chinese <laughs> kind of gives him stuff to work with more than it wins the good fucking fight. Because if he, he'll get this and go, oh. see, fucking, <laughs> see, the fucking left can do what they want. Oh, but I'm a conservative and I can't drop an N bomb on a motherfucker. <laughs> this guy sounds like a real project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Tommy Dasselow. Oh, I was trying to kill him. I'm not, I just like. <laughs> 8.15pm no, at Acme. It's just Sunday Arbor, a bit of pretend Chinese, and you put me in with Tim Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> so, some of your f- best friends are pretend Chinese people. So. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Gibbon is priest. I prefer my racism to be behind closed doors where no one can regulate it. That's, that's what I choose for my racism, Lawrence. I leave it purely to traffic. <laughs> <laughs> My racism, like my nose picking, and my fart inhaling is all in the car. Who doesn't just fully bong onto their own farts in the car? Just... <laughs> the new host of the project, everyone, Lawrence Mooney. Lawrence Mooney. 
He, do you know the, the amazing thing about Lawrence? He is going to be the first ever fake Chinese host of a primetime news show. <laughs> and I think that's a massive step forward for this country. <laughs> you should see my wig with a straight fringe. <laughs> My buck teeth and uh, big coke no, bottle glasses. No. I am. I, I, I will challenge Benny Hill when it comes to my <laughs> 10 Chinese. Mickey Rooney's watching you going, fuck yeah. man, that's full on. <laughs> fuck, you've gone too far. Those buck teeth are way out of hand. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Okay. And it's given big, everyone something to reflect on, hasn't yeah, it? As, as always, big shout out to myself in the edit suite listening back to this. <laughs> Um, get ready to cut back in here. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, I believe you've got some shows as well. <laughs> Eight fifteen, Dreamboat at Acme at Federation Square. Carl Chan's got talent at Portland Hotel at nine thirty. And we've got these every Sunday, five pm, five boroughs. If you're listening at home and you enjoyed it, come down. We've got yeah. three more awesome guests every week. You can come down, grab a season ticket. If you're listening at home, it will be now not worth buying, but still grab it. <laughs> Cool. Uh, guys, one more round of applause for our guests this afternoon. Thank you guys so much for coming down. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. See ya. See ya.